Let's talk about a struggle many of us know all too well, losing weight. Remember those days when everyone was on a juice cleanse or just basically hangry all the time? That was no fun for anyone. Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to shed those pounds. Today, I want to introduce you to Row Body. It's not your typical weight loss program. Instead of all the gimmicks, they offer access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. But here's the real deal. They pair these shots with simple lifestyle changes, helping you lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Plus, over 200,000 people have already seen results with Robody. So what sets Robody apart? The support. They handle all the insurance stuff for you and give you access to a provider whenever you need them. And the best part, you can sign up online from home, no doctor's appointments and no waiting rooms. Say goodbye to those days of hangry juice cleanses. With Robody, losing weight is straightforward and sustainable. Take that first step today and say hello to a healthier, happier you. Kickstart your weight loss journey the right way and head to ro.co slash I do. That's ro.co slash I D O. Sign up today for just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Remember, medication costs are separate. That's row.co slash I do. Hey, Love Tribe. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorites, Cozy Earth. They've got something special for all the mothers out there. So anyone who wants to shower the special woman in their lives with love and the comfort they deserve, listen up. Hands down, Cozy Earth has the best sheets, bedding, pajama sets, and more. So today, I'm excited to share that Relationship Advice listeners get an exclusive 35% off discount. Simply go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do at checkout. The first time I tried their bamboo sheets, I was blown away. The comfort level is insane. I just love slipping into their seriously soft and cool sheets after a long day. And for a mom who knows that the struggle of sleep deprivation is real, Cozy Earth's temperature regulating technology has been a lifesaver. No more waking up sweating or freezing. But what really sold me is the quality of the bamboo sheets. They are by far the most comfortable sheets I have ever slept in. They are made to last years, which they have. I think at this point, I have about six sets of them. And they have a 100-night sleep-free trial and a 10-year warranty. So you know you're getting something that is going to stick around. So if you're ready to prioritize your sleep health and treat yourself or the mom in your life to the luxury she deserves, head on over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code IDO for an exclusive 35% off. Because every mom deserves a good night's sleep, and with Cozy Earth, you can finally get the rest you need. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to today's show. Hope you're having a great day. We have a great show for you where we welcome 
Tanya Shaw. Tanya is a sought-after life and weight loss coach and the host of the Fit and Vibrant You podcast and also the founder of Ascend Fitness and Lifestyle, a holistic health coaching studio in British Columbia, Canada. And today we talk about self-love, body love, and how to do it. And we get into specific exercises to help change that negative dialogue that I know I have definitely had in the past and continue to try to work on and some specific things that we can do to change that dialogue. And also some interesting things on goal setting that I thought was that I thought were really valuable as far as setting push goals and pull goals. And really what that's about is being motivated, not by running away from something negative to reach a goal, but reaching for something that's positive. And that can be if you're trying to lose weight or improve your relationship. So really enjoyed the conversation today with Tanya. As always, we appreciate you guys tuning in to the show, leaving us those five-star reviews that really helps spread the word and telling your friends and family about the podcast. And we hope you are getting as much out of it as we are and enjoy today's show. Hi, Tanya. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate the invite and I'm excited to speak to you and your audience. So today we're going to talk about something I don't think we've had a full show dedicated to and something that's really important. That is self-love, body love and acceptance and how to do it and obviously how that's going to help ourselves individually and help improve our relationships. So let's dive in and have you tell us maybe what it is about self-love that is so important, why it's hard to do, and then we'll talk about the steps to get there and how it's going to help us. Fantastic. So first of all, I want to say that the word self-love may not resonate with you, and that's okay. Um, Sometimes you want to start even more neutral with appreciation or respect or even acceptance. And I like to think of it as if you were working for a boss that was always putting you down. You were never enough. There is always moving the goalpost on you, always reprimanding you for, you know, for every little mistake that you made, always putting you down. You would do just the bare minimum in that role to avoid criticism, to not get in trouble. You would not thrive. And ultimately you would quit as soon as you could as well. We are typically, and not everyone falls into this category, but the women that I work with come to me because they have been so hard on themselves and they're so negative with themselves and it impacts them all the time. And the thing is, is that when we have these soundtracks, these thoughts, that's always constantly putting ourselves down, not appreciating ourselves, not being enough, We don't even know what's happening because we've been playing that soundtrack. We've been thinking those thoughts. We've been speaking to ourselves in that way for so long. And when you don't feel good about yourself and you don't love yourself or accept yourself or appreciate yourself, it's really hard 
to show up fully in relationships with others as well. I have so many women I work with that they'll tell me even like as short as of a week or two into our coaching programs that their spouses will remark on how much happy they are, happier they are, how much more present they are, how much happy they are just by working on a little bit of self-appreciation, self-respect, self, uh, self-love, self-acceptance. Um, Thank you for that. And yeah, it's super important and something that I've tried to work on myself as well. And one of the things I was talking with the therapist one time, and I think I read it as well, but just to frame it, like if you were talking to a friend and you, you use the, the idea of a boss, but would you talk to a friend the way you talk to yourself? And when you start to frame it that way, it's like, of course not. And I'm being a huge jerk. <laughs> to my friend if I talk that way. So I think it's valuable and, and help give us some perspective on how we treat ourselves. A hundred percent. And it's a socially accepted form of bullying. And we think it's okay because we're doing it to ourselves. And I'll talk about the more as we get onto our conversation that it's absolutely, it's not, it really isn't okay. Let's talk a little bit about the root causes of not loving ourselves. And then we'll talk about how we can work towards correcting that. So why is it not the default? Why do we get so hard on ourselves sometimes? I think for a lot of people, it becomes a coping mechanism or it becomes something that we were role modeled growing up or at some point in our life, we're seeing, we're, we're seeing that about ourselves um, or we see other people do it, do it to themselves as well. It's, I can't speak to everyone because I know some people don't do this and some people are kind to themselves and they appreciate themselves. But I primarily work with women who struggle with a relationship with food and who've been dieting for many, many years and struggle with that. And they tend to have a bit of a perfectionist tendency. And I know you did a podcast interview a little while ago on perfectionism and, and anxiety. And we just are never we never allow ourselves to be good enough. We're always trying to sometimes cope and think that if we try to do everything perfectly, if we are always trying to exceed um, some standards that are completely unrealistic, then it might prevent us from being criticized or judged from others, maybe accepted more. And that's a big reason why it happens. Um, you know, and growing up too, you might've been role modeled by other people who are also putting themselves down, or you might have a parent who was doing that and criticizing themselves. It's also in culture so widely accepted. I mean, there are connections made with groups of you know, your friends by commiserating with each other and putting yourselves down. It really, it, it's so socially acceptable that we we kind of just do the status quo and we just keep doing this because we think that's, we think it's okay. And we don't even think that there's another way or we're not even aware that we're doing it. Sometimes we are also thinking that if we're speaking kindly to ourselves, um, we're going to, it's not being humble or being vain, or if we you know, are tuning our, our own horn, we're going to, um, you know, we're going to, we're going to come off at, at a certain way. I want to say though, I think a lot of times we just really don't understand what self-appreciation and self-love body acceptance is. And it's also not complacency. I think a lot of people also fear that if they start to accept themselves, that means they're going to stop wanting to change. And 
self-acceptance is not complacency. You can absolutely appreciate yourself. You can love yourself. You can respect yourself and you can want to change and you can want better for yourself. In fact, you're more likely to do, go and pursue those things because when you love yourself, you take care of yourself. It's not just, um, you know, it's, it's not just accepting the way you are that you're never going to change. It's also not only about the physical features. Sometimes we confuse body love and body or self-love with just liking the way that you look. And it's like with your child, you're not going to just love your child for the way that they, they look. It's also uh, just a couple things here too, that sometimes we look at those things almost like at the next diet where we decide one day, like you, you mentioned working on it yourself, Chase, we, d- we decide that we're going to start nurturing ourselves and appreciating ourselves. And then we uh, fail, quote unquote, fail at it or we harden ourselves. And then we think that we failed at this. It really is a habit. It's a practice. It's a daily intention, especially when you've been overcoming so many years of doing just the opposite, especially when you have not even been aware that you've been doing it for so long. I always wanted to touch on that as well. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about, obviously, if someone's listening, they might be starting to think, yeah, I need to do a better job of accepting myself and loving myself. But how can we begin to have that realization? And then let's talk about some of the things to change that self-talk. Oh, great question. And I want to say just by being here and listening to this conversation, listening to this podcast, in fact, listening to a relationship podcast or any podcast that you are looking at and improving yourself is a huge first step because we can't change things when we're completely unaware of them. And so now you might just be aware that, hey, there might be another up, there might be another, there might be another way, or maybe I haven't been so kind to myself. One of my clients, she said to me after a few months working with me, she's like, Tanya, I never knew how much I hated myself until I started working with you. And I wasn't sure if I should share that or not because it sounds so terrible, but you don't know what you don't know. So first of all, know that body self-appreciation, self-love is a choice. We can choose it. And the great thing is that no matter what you have done up until this point in your life, even if you have been hard on yourself, you've been beating yourself up for 10, 20, 30, 50 years, you can choose in this moment that you can start believing something different, that you can start practicing new thoughts. You can start to practice new beliefs. You can start to practice new habits that are going to, that are going to foster a better relationship with yourself. So often we get stuck in the excuse that because we've been doing something for so long, that that's just the way it is, or it's so hard. And it is hard. I'm not going to say it's easy. It's a habit. It's, it's challenging but it's absolutely something that you are able to do. Also know that it is a habit. It is something that you can't just do one day and check the box and wipe your hands and say, done, I now appreciate myself and and love myself. It doesn't work that way. And also know that it takes courage. And I say this with a lot of love, but also to call you out a little bit, that there is no challenge in in doing what you've always done before of uh, self-loathing, of saying like, of beating yourself up, that's comfortable. It's familiar, even though you don't like it because, I mean, who would like someone beating themselves up all the time or or that negative self-talk? 
it's comfortable, it's familiar, and it takes courage to rise up. And so as we go into this conversation, I'll share some ways to do it. I just invite you to have that little bit of courage and to rise up and to play around and get curious to what could happen if you started to change some of these thoughts, started to change some of the ways that you talked about yourself. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. Money is one of the biggest stressors in relationships. While worrying about it doesn't help a ton, Earnin actually does. Our sponsor, Earnin, is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Many couples end up fighting about finances, especially when surprise costs arise. Earnin allows you to seamlessly deal with that unexpected trip to the vet or the last minute gift for loved ones without any stress, letting you and your partner focus on what really matters. Earnin is helping millions of Americans to feel self-sufficient and to worry and fight less about money. All of this without debt trap, mandatory fees, or credit checks. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download Earnin app, type in relationship advice under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's relationship advice under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. When you work full-time, have kids, and run a podcast, it's hard to make time for a multiple-step skincare protocol. That's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, OneSkin. Their products make it easy to keep your skin healthy while looking and feeling your best. Let me repeat it. They make it easy... No complicated routine, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. If you're looking for skincare products that are simple and effective, for a limited time, you'll get an exclusive 15% off your first OneSkin purchase when using the code I do when you check out at oneskin.co. I've been using OneSkin's body lotion for about a month and I've already seen noticeable improvements with small wrinkles and textures on my skin, specifically on the back of my neck and the back of my hands, two places where I get a lot of sun. Plus, my skin looks and feels healthier all around. It's all thanks to OneSkin's revolutionary OS-01 peptide, the first ingredient proven to deactivate aging cells responsible for lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin. Unlike traditional skincare products that only mask symptoms, OneSkin pioneered a new approach integrating tissue engineering and cutting-edge science to enhance skin biology for lasting resilience against aging. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using the code IDO at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with the code IDO. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Let's talk about some practical exercises we can do to begin to change the way we talk about ourselves. 
Fantastic. Yeah. And I love that question, Chase, because sometimes we have these ideas where I just need to love myself more, or I just need to, uh, you know, I just, I just need to be more motivated and be more, more positive, but we have no practices to actually do that. So it really does start with the way that we think. And when we think certain things like, ah, oh, here we go again, or you're never going to get that. Or we think like, oh, this one little thing won't, won't count. Or you can't go over that, go after that promotion. Like you can't speak up in this relationship. Whatever those thoughts are, it starts with that awareness because our thoughts have been on autopilot for so long. We've been just repeating these soundtracks, these thoughts over and over and over again. And it starts by starting to become aware of them. We don't actually care, honestly, what our thoughts are. What we want to change is our our feelings and also our habits, our actions. All of our actions and our feelings are driven by thoughts, are driven by our beliefs. So it starts with that. Just because you think a thought, and this is why slowing down is really important, just starting to listen a little bit more and just experience what what you're telling yourself, just because you are thinking it doesn't make it true. The reason why we attach ourselves to so many of our thoughts is because it generates a feeling and it generates an action. And then we prove that thought right. But thoughts are just thoughts. They're just words. They're just sentences. They are not necessarily truths. And maybe some of your thoughts are partial truths, but they are not the truths that we want actually to to hold on to. There's a really great book actually called Soundtracks by John Acuff. And I recommend it to so many of my clients. And he starts by challenging, like we challenge, we challenge the thoughts. And he has three really simple questions to ask yourself when you catch yourself thinking something. And that's, is it true? Is it helpful? And is it kind? And simply starting by challenging some of those thoughts is often enough to stop your brain from going on autopilot and to constantly criticize yourself. Even stopping and just saying something like, and that's just a thought, or that's just something I'm thinking right now, is so helpful because that's going to stop the brain just from thinking the thoughts and then your body's going to attach to it and then you're going to carry on that way. So that's a really great way to start. Other questions you might be asking yourself is that question, is it true? Your thought might be true, but then the next question would also be, what else could be true? Because sometimes we think things that are partial truths or maybe even entire truths, but they're not the thought. They're not the truth that's going to move us forward. They're not productive thoughts. That self-talk is so valuable and something we've talked about similarly when we're going to share with our partner, you know, like if we have something to say, is it true? Is it helpful? Is it kind? And so we always think about relating with others, our partners, our friends. And obviously on today's show, we're talking about our relationship with ourselves, and that 
that we should be asking ourselves the same questions as you're saying of what we're going to talk about with ourselves. A hundred percent. And we, we know this to be true, but that we don't always practice it. Knowing and applying it are two different things. But when we have a great relationship with ourselves, we are going to naturally have better relationships with other people as well. And there's no like dividing line at all. It all comes together. Like one impacts, it impacts the other. And I think, you know, if nothing else from this, from this conversation is to really prioritize and recognize the importance of having a better relationship with yourself, because that whole complacency or just thinking like, oh, it's okay to talk myself this way. Cause it's just me and it doesn't matter. That's, I mean, that takes no courage. That's it's, it's just following what you've always done and you deserve to have a better relationship with yourself and others around you also deserve for you to have a better relationship with yourself. I would say another really good thing here is to have practices and routines to actually practice this because what can happen sometimes, and I'm sure you're familiar with this and your audience as well, is you have these intentions of like, oh, I'm just going to like, you know, speak kindly to myself, but then there's no routine. There's no practice to do it. And you're just left with all day thinking like, oh, now I should remember to think about my thoughts. Then a day goes by and you forget to think about your thoughts. But having some sort of simple routine, like it could be even a journal where once a day in the morning, you write down some thoughts that you've been thinking, or you start to practice, even if you don't necessarily identify the thoughts that you're thinking, if you can start to practice with some affirmations or some new thoughts that you want to start to practice speaking to yourself, like actually having that, just like a gratitude practice. When you have a gratitude practice and you spend the first part of your day and you think about three things that you're grateful for, the or the end of your day, simply by doing that once a day is going to trickle into the rest of your day. So having a set time, a set, um, it could be a meditation, it could be a mantra that you say to yourself, it could be just a, a brain dump where you write down some thoughts into a journal, but having a practice like that uh, can be really helpful. And then in terms of one more other practice to start this is to actually act love to yourself. And this, I, I have not listened to every single year podcast. I'm not sure if you talked about this with others, but sometimes we wait till to feel love before we act love within relationships. And by acting love, by showing love, by doing the actions, it can actually evoke the feeling as well. And same thing with ourselves is that you may not always feel like you love yourself or you appreciate yourself or you respect yourself, or you respect yourself. but when you do something kind to yourself, whether it might be it could be so simple, like taking a few extra moments. And when you moisturize your hand, like really putting the moisturizer into your hand, it could be giving yourself, like putting a little sticky note by your work desk and saying something positive to yourself. Maybe it is a moment where you just give yourself a a moment um, before between work and home and you take a few deep breaths and you just give yourself that time those things can be really helpful to create that feeling of love, appreciation, of respect as well, and gratitude for yourself. So often we do gratitude for life in general and different parts of our life and different aspects of our life, which is something I highly recommend, but including yourself. And what are you grateful for about yourself? And those simple habits can just really shift and change over time the way that we speak to ourselves. Because it's like, 
when you try to water a plant that has been dry for so long, you can't just dump a whole bucket of water on it and expect that the, water, the plant is going to absorb the water and it's going to thrive. You need to water a little bit at a time. And if you water it every day or every few days, like whatever plant you have, that water will slowly trickle into the roots and into the, and get absorbed into the plant. And that's the same way we want to do, do, do these practices as well. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. Do you want to know one of my favorite meals? It's a slice of toasted bread with tomato, mozzarella, basil, olive oil, salt and pepper, and a little drizzle of balsamic glaze. Makes my heart happy. It's so simple. It's so delicious. And I love that all the ingredients get to show off their individual flavors. I used to eat it all the time as my easy go-to meal. And then all of a sudden, there was a ton of messaging out there telling me that I shouldn't eat carbs and that I shouldn't eat bread and that bread is bad. And I hate to admit it, but I cut out bread entirely for the longest time. And it wasn't until recently that I started to understand that not all bread is created equal. Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences or compromises. They've remade carby, empty calorie bread products into fluffy, delicious versions that include no net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and fewer calories, plus protein and fiber. I highly recommend that you give their bread a try. They're giving Relationship Advice listeners 10% off when you visit Hero. Dot co and use the code I do at checkout. I was so excited to discover Hero Bread. It's truly amazing, and they've made a product that is tasty and soft while having zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and high in fiber. I'm not gonna lie, their white bread is so good, and it makes the best tomato and mozzarella sandwich. Last week, Stella and I were back in Florida visiting our family, and we all walked to the lake, and the only bread we had in the house was Hero Bread. So we grabbed a slice, walked to the lake, and by the time we got there, Stella had eaten the whole piece of bread and, of course, wanted more. So the poor ducks didn't get any Hero Bread, but Stella did. Since I had cut out bread for a while, every time I ate low-quality bread, my body felt bad. It felt bloated and I didn't feel great. But with Hero Bread, I feel good after eating it, which makes my life so much easier because now I can go back to my easy grab and go sandwiches when I'm on the run. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code I do at checkout. That's I do at H E R O dot C O. If you're tuning into today's show, you're probably aware that mental health and relationship challenges are a part of life, but they don't have to define you and you're not alone. If you've ever wished that you could join a conversation with an expert and call into a show in a similar vein as relationship advice, here's an opportunity for you. If you're navigating something messy, call the Dr. John Deloney Show. His show recently hit top five of all podcasts on Apple Podcasts and for a good reason. With a PhD in counseling and two decades of experience sitting with people, Dr. Deloney brings practical advice on how to connect with others, face depression, overcome anxiety, and find true wellness. 
This caller-driven show tackles real-life issues from relationships to emotional well-being. Dr. Deloney walks alongside people just like you as they navigate tough decisions. So no matter what you're going through, the Dr. John Deloney Show is here for you. Send your questions, leave a voicemail at 844-693-3291 or email askjohn at ramseysolutions.com. They want to talk to you. Listen to the Dr. John Deloney Show wherever you get your podcasts or follow the link on our website. We mentioned body love earlier in the show and also the difference between complacency and and self-love. Can you talk a little bit about creating more love for our body and acceptance, but balancing that with, let's say, it's like, hey, I want to get in shape. Hey, I'm I'm 30 pounds overweight and that's not good for my health. I want to I want to lose some weight. How do you balance the non-complacency of wanting to lose that weight, but also loving yourself through that process? That's such a great question. And it's one thing I actually did a podcast on as well back on, can you love yourself and still want to lose weight? And I absolutely believe you can. It's like, first of all, body love isn't always about loving your physical appearance. Um, it's like, and also I love the, the, the quote, the idea that when you love something, you take care of it. You can love your child and still want more for your child. You can love yourself and love your body and respect your body. Or maybe it's not even body love at this point. Maybe it's body appreciation for what your body can do and you can want more for it. But the opposite of beating yourself up and, and you know, trying to hate your body and to love your, into loving your body, bullying yourself into a better body, it doesn't work. It doesn't work for the long term. It might work for the short term, but then we, we rebound, we, we, um, we try, to, we do things for a little while and it just really doesn't work. Or we expect that at the end of the physical transformation that we're going to start to love ourselves again and we're going to start to appreciate our bodies. And that sometimes happens, but not very often. Usually it becomes a conditional love. It becomes a condition of maintaining a certain size or being a certain weight. And that's the only way you'll love and respect yourself. But when you do love yourself and you appreciate yourself, you will take care of yourself and you can absolutely, you can absolutely want more because a lot of the things that we're going to be doing when it comes um, from, from a place of self-love are going to be the things that take care of our bodies anyway. I mean, things like listening to our emotions and not overeating and stuffing our feelings, going out for a walk because it's good for our body. Like that's showing your body love. There's a difference between doing that and going out for your walk and tracking your calories because you're not enough the way you are and you're doing it from a place of self-loathing versus self-love. The actions could be the same. The results could be the same for the short term, but the feeling is going to be different. And when you come at it from a place of, I, you know, I appreciate myself, I respect myself, you might not even love your body at the point physically, but you can at least appreciate and respect yourself and want more. Yeah, it's a tricky balance of of having the motivation to maybe change your diet or exercise more, but loving yourself through that process and, and being like, hey, I'm good enough, but because I love myself, I want to be healthier. I want to live to see my grandkids. And that's going to, you know, by being physically active, that's better. 
but not being hard on yourself. And I, I played sports all my life into college. And yeah, I realized I was super hard on myself from that perspective of achievement and improving. And then finally getting to a place where I realized I, I need to just enjoy the process that it's good enough. And it doesn't always have to be the next thing, another five pounds to tie it back into the, the weight loss, but that there's an element of of acceptance and enjoying the process of losing weight, becoming healthier. For me to tie it back to sports, enjoying the process of playing a game and not always looking to the next game or the next improvement. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's how I relate to it. A hundred percent. As you were talking there, I was writing down just the, the striving joyfully. It's like we often get stuck, Chase, in these black or white thinkings where, where it's like a mother complacent and loving myself, or I hate myself and I'm going there's and, and I'm pursuing something else. Same thing in business. You can be in love with your business and you're in love your for your with your day to day and that and still want more. In relationships as well, you can have a great relationship. You can be working on your relationship uh, on a daily basis and you can still want to have a deeper connection and you're going to be doing those things. And um, I love what you said there about enjoying the journey, enjoying the process. And that's so important. First of all, we don't quit on things that we actually enjoy. And if you don't let yourself enjoy, if you don't let yourself um, enjoy the process, you never will because you're not going to get that feeling when you hit that goalpost because you're going to move the goalpost to the next five pounds, the next pound, or the next thing that you need to achieve. There's also a concept which I love about push goals and pull goals. So push goals, we're, we're motivated by getting away from things that we don't want, like that we are motivated to get away from pain. And often we start health transformations or even relationship transformations when we get to a certain pain point. Like this is when we start to get really get help. We take our relationships seriously. We take our health seriously because you, you realize you've been leaving, uh, leaving parallel lives for a while, or you're having some conflict that's really hard to get resolved. And then that's, you know, spurs you into action. You take action, you do all the things. And that can often be a great place to start these transformations or to start when we're uncomfortable with the way that we are right now. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're like, there's no way in a heck am I feeling body love right now. It's okay because you might just not be uncomfortable enough right now to get started. But what happens is if we don't keep pursuing what we want and we don't have that pull goal. So the push goal is getting away from the things that we don't want. The pull goal is being pulled towards the things that we do want. And that's a healthier lifestyle. That's more connected relationships. If we don't stay focused on that and keep enjoying the process, we'll always do just enough to get away from that pain point. And so in a relationship, for example, you will have, maybe it's a big fight or an argument, or you might be contemplating divorce, or you realize like, like you've been living parallel lives for a while, you're not connected. So then you do all the things to get yourself together. But if you don't stay focused on, on what you want, what you're moving towards, that healthy relationship, that more connect, that more connection on a regular basis, you rebound back to the bottom. Same thing with, with body love, with, with um, body transformation goals, is you might start with where you're at of being wanting to get away from something that you don't want. But as you go through the process, you really do need to start to cultivate a better relationship with yourself so that it, you can maintain that transformation. Otherwise, we just do the yo-yo effect. And that happens in relationships. It happens in 
uh, and we know in the diet cycle, and there is another way. Love that push goals and pull goals, and certainly valuable for body love, but as you tied it into relationships as well, like having that, not that we're always running away from a pain point and that's the goal. It's like moving towards something positive. So thank you for that, Tanya. And this is a great place for us to wrap up. Thank you for all this great information. A lot of great tools to continue the journey of of learning more about ourselves and accepting ourselves and bringing that into our relationships. Before we wrap up, can you tell our listeners where they can find you online and if there's anything we skipped over or that you want to emphasize and then we'll say goodbye. Oh, thank you. So if you listen to podcasts, and I know you do if you're listening to this podcast, I have a podcast now for six years called the Fit and Vibrant You Podcast. You can find it on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, wherever you listen to Google Play, I think to all those places. That is a great place. If you are wanting to learn more, especially about a body transformation to get to your happy, healthy weight without the obsession or specifically for women over 50, um, I have a free training if you go to fitvibrant50.com. And then of course, my website and everything is just tanyashaw.com. Uh, Tanya is spelled with a J. And I think the biggest takeaway I want uh, listeners out there as you're listening to this podcast is to prioritize it, is to recognize that it's your choice. And I'm going to call yet once more that it takes absolutely no effort to continue speaking to yourself in a negative way. That's what you've always done. It feels comfortable. It feels familiar. You are capable of more. You deserve more. You are so worth it. Our listeners can find the links to your podcast and all this information from today's show at idopodcast.com. And Tanya, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you. I appreciate it. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. As always, all the links to the guest as well as any of their recommendations will be in the show notes page. You can find the link to that in the episode description or by going to idopodcast.com. Click on the podcast tab up at the top and you will have access to all the episodes that we've ever done. There are over 300 of them. Uh, and while you're on our website, if you haven't checked out our free 14-day happy couple challenge, Challenge. We really hope you do. It's a free email challenge that we send to you. It's 14 days of fun, easy, doable challenges to help strengthen and improve your relationship. And if you're looking for something that provides a little more help with working on your relationship, whether it's improving intimacy or communication with your partner or just bringing the spark back, we would love for you guys to check out our online course, Spark my relationship. We're offering $100 off to all of our listeners. If you go to sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock, we've worked with over 15 psychologists and therapists to create the real life tools and strategies that they are teaching their clients. So we wanted to give them to you. It's a self-paced online course that can be done in as little as a month or up to three months. You can really decide how much or how little you want to do with your partner or maybe just yourself. So we hope you guys check that out. It's sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. Have a great day.
You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our Sex Podcast Collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.